0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Light Leaders Podcast. I'm so excited to be starting this series with you, and this is the Meet Your Guides channeled series. And what we're going to be doing essentially in this series is getting to know spirit guides that you can be working with, that may already be working with you, or that you might be interested in. One of the beautiful things about being a human on earth is that we're surrounded by these beautiful spiritual beings, guides who are working with us. And the more we can get to know them, the more we can build relationships with them. And the more we know which guide to call in for what we're going through, the more graceful, smoother and easier experience we can be having here on earth spirit. The divine, these guides, they love you unconditionally. They want to be working with you. They want to support you. They want to support you on your soul mission, your soul work. You're here representing these beautiful spiritual beings on earth who also serve the divine. So in these episodes... We're going to be covering teachings from specific beings. We're going to be doing energy work from these specific beings, activations, and we're going to meet them through trans channeled sessions so you can get to experience them and their energy in real time. So today we're going to be diving into a guide you may have heard me work with and it's very fitting that we start with him on the first episode of this series because he's also one of the first guys I really deeply started to work with and that is Ashtar. Now some of you might be familiar with Ashtar already, we're going to dive in and talk a little bit about Ashtar and his role and what he is doing here. Now Ashtar is a higher dimensional being that is working with the Galactic Federation of Light and is actually working on protecting and supporting lightworkers on Earth. Now, the kind of key thing that Ashtar really works with is actually supporting lightworkers to step into their soul work and their soul purpose. So a lot of people who find Ashtar is working with them, it's because they're in that energy. They're really learning to step fully into their soul purpose path. And that's when Ashtar first came forward for me himself. So he actually, at the time I had never heard of him. And I remember I woke up one night and there was a being in my room. I remember this very clearly. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit, to be honest. I was like, okay, hello, there's this being. And at that time, I remember in that exact space where I saw this being, I had been doing a lot of channeling, a lot of high vibrational energy work. And it's like that specific point in my room had such high vibration energy there, which is really interesting. Now, when I think about it, that that's the spot that they came through because obviously I had created a bit of a vortex right so I woke up in the middle of the night there's this being there and I'm going oh my god what is this what's going on and so my first thought is I call in my angels and I say angels is this being of the light is it safe for me to communicate with them and I got full yes full yes for everything but to be honest I was a little freaked out this is like the first time I had a being actually a peer that I saw and it freaked me out so much that I was like no 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 I don't want to deal with this and I just remember I fell asleep I don't know what happened after that I woke up in the morning and I just had this like name repeating over and over in my head, Ashtar, Ashtar, Ashtar. And I was like, what is that? So I decided to Google it. And then this being came up and I was like, oh my goodness, (laughs) that's the being that was in my room last night. And it freaked me out (laughs) as well a bit. And so I began to kind of read research about this being. And then I was like, okay, this being is the light, you know, and I had that confirmation from my angel. So I began to call in this being and work with him. We've channeled a lot over the years together, and actually, um, my program, the Quantum Activation, came through co-created with Ashtar. I was really channeling him a lot at that time, and he's he's working very closely um, with humanity. From what understand working with Ashtar is that he is serving on a ship that is working around Earth and holding a certain energy for Earth as all these light workers come in to be able to do their work. It was very interesting to me actually when I was researching about Ashtar finding out that his ship is actually called Athena and I was like I love that! Coincidence! Coincidence or not I did choose the name Athena for a reason. Um, Which is my birth name. It's not a spiritual name I've given myself. This is my birth name. So there's a lot of material out there about Ashtar already, which is amazing because you can delve deeper into it. What I'm going to be doing here is giving a bit of a platform to have Ashtar come through, directly share any insights, ways that he can support humanity, help humanity and tips for you, tips that you can use, guidance, and how to actually start working and building a relationship with Ashtar, especially if you want to create your soul, like create a soul aligned life, really step into your soul purpose more. So we're gonna dive into uh, the trans channeling now. And for those of you who don't know, trans channeling is basically very deep form of channeling where I create space in my body for Asha to come through and speak directly through me. So we're going to jump in and get started with that now. These vibrational jumps are not a singular large jump that occurs, but rather multiple jumps that occur over many years, even decades. The most recent jump of vibration occurred in 2020. During these times when Earth goes through large vibrational jumps it is felt by all on earth and what occurs is multiple timelines open up and at that time every human on earth has a decision to make to align with the new higher frequency or to stay at the existing frequency if you are listening to this at this time you moved into the higher frequency of Earth. There will be opportunities for vibrational jumps and shifts on Earth and opening new timelines at in the various years to come. There will be one at the start of 2024 and again will be felt by all of humanity. Some of the shifts that have occurred have felt unpleasant for humans. And this is because when Earth moves through a jump or shift of vibration, there is a tension that occurs as the separation and the opening for these two timelines. There is a deep and severe contrast that is created between the two vibrational frequencies. As lightworkers feel this energetically, It can feel unpleasant because you are so aware of the contrast of the current state of the earth and what you desire to create or the earth that you desire to live on. So humanity moves through these vibrational jumps and you will see many that come through the years. Some will be more largely felt than others. These jumps allow humanity to progress in its spiritual evolution and this shift of consciousness that Earth has asked for without overburdening, overburdening the light workers too much, the light workers who are here to establish the new higher frequencies. Prior to Earth moving into these vibrational shifts and jumps where multiple timelines appear the humans on earth the light workers begin to receive energetic light codes that begin to prepare them for this shift at the end of 2023 light workers will begin to feel this again as they begin to receive waves of energy. These can often create a sense of fatigue as they incorporate into your body, into your cells and begin to reprogram your frequency signature to match the new higher timeline that will be opened up soon. This allows for minimal unpleasant feelings for light workers as they jump into these new timelines. It is done progressively to not overburden the light workers. Each one of you listening to this has had awareness that this is something that you will undertake upon your arrival to earth and in your lifetime. And for many of you, your children will also move through this and understand Innately, your soul will choose a timeline that is for your highest good to be on. You do not need to fear that you will be left behind. Everyone is exactly where they need to be for their highest good. Often things on earth can seem to move so slowly that one begins to feel a loss of hope or discouragement. We remind you that things happen at the pace they do as to not overburden you energetically. As a light worker, you are already navigating the energetic realm you are living in. You are subconsciously or consciously dealing with the energetic attacks that are being sent your way. It is a lot to be a light worker on Earth at this time. And with all this happening in your life, you also have your sole purpose or your sole mission that is yours for the lifetime. Being on earth at this time as a light worker, you are on mission. There is a mission to complete. Not all humans are capable of holding these waves of energy that come prior to a energetic jump in earth's vibration. When light workers receive the upgrades It allows for all humans to move vibrationally as a ripple effect is created. That is a core part of every lightworker's role on earth at this time. And yet individually, you also have your own unique soul purpose. I would like to speak to this now to clarify for each of you what this is. When you arrive on Earth, you are a representative of your soul family, of your soul council, so to speak. Your soul council is the beings that are energetically closest to your higher self. You all originate in and hold space in a soul pod together. For most light workers, these soul pods are made up of seven souls. And of these seven souls, one is chosen to represent the energies, the other souls on earth and the other souls most of the time stay behind. In some cases, two souls may incarnate. But for the most part they know they can assist the incarnated soul in the greatest way from the spiritual realms and as you incarnate your soul pod guides you and is continuously connected to you for many of you you are star seeds and feel the connection to various star beings and star races And you recognize that your soul pod is connected to these energies as well. We understand for humans there is a need to identify and belong. That it gives a sense of purpose and a sense of peace as well. This is a core part of the human experience. So I would like to reassure you that you are indeed belonging to a soul pod, that you have beings that are are existing on a very close soul essence vibration to you. Vibrationally you are here holding the energy for earth. To create these shifts and part of your work here is also to awaken and heal humanity to assist as many humans as possible to also follow through with you on these vibrational jumps or vibrational shifts that the earth goes through every few years This is where your individual soul purpose comes into play. As you are incarnated here, many of you as children, as light workers here on a mission, had an innate knowing, like a gentle spiritual nudge that you are here for something, that there is something you must do. For some of you, it would have weighed very heavily. And for some of you, it would have been like a gentle whisper. This doesn't go away until a light worker is living their sole purpose and is doing what they came here to do. As I assist earth at this time I am grateful to see that the majority of lightworkers are on path. In the human realms there is so much energetic manipulation that lightworkers receive, it can be very difficult to see clearly and to stay on path. We ask that when you fall off path, you stay Compassionate to yourself, you stay loving to yourself, and you remember that it can be difficult to be here at this time as a light worker having a human experience. A light worker will often walk through life asking over and over again this glaring question. What am I here to do? I have this awareness of a weight. That there is something I must do. But what is it? And once a light worker becomes conscious of the concept of a sole purpose, they often begin to ask, Well, what is mine? What am I here to do? What did I come here for? And this is... The great. This is the great question for every light worker to answer for themselves. I usually begin to be active and work with light workers once they are in a place where they begin to ask this question consciously. It is at this point I begin to support them in finding identifying and embodying this for themselves there are 3 parts to living your soul purpose i would like to speak to them now the first is the acceptance that you have a soul purpose many light workers question and ask who am i to have a soul purpose do i really have a soul purpose I don't know what could possibly be my sole purpose. Perhaps I don't have one. And this questioning, this internal dialogue continues for some time until they begin to accept that maybe there is something larger for them that they're here to do. At this point, they move into the second step where they begin to seek to identify the sole purpose. At this time, they can often begin to work with their soul family, their spirit guides, connecting to divine beings and angels. These beings are supporting you to guide you towards the soul purpose and are a wonderful tool for you to begin to work with at this stage. Now, often light workers begin to ask to try to connect to their guides they often seek to begin to channel and work with and hear their guides it is a wonderful time that many light workers seek to receive readings and channelings for themselves that can be of assistance many light workers at this point will hear or receive signs or even be told in channelings and readings what they are here to do what their sole purpose is. When a light worker receives it at this level, it brings a sense of closure and a sense of understanding. There is a deep part within a light worker that feels a connection to it. But on many parts, a light worker at this level will feel confused. Because they are not in the final stage, which is the embodiment of the soul purpose. The embodiment of the soul purpose is when a light worker has accepted and has begun to identify what their soul purpose is. They may not be aware of it fully, but they have some awareness of what it is. And they begin to dedicate themselves to doing this it is very normal at this phase for it to be confusing. It is important at this phase to follow what feels alignment and your spirit guides will be leaving clues for you to follow on this path. And in this final phase, the light worker is fully embodying their gifts and their purpose and is serving humanity to awaken and heal. This entire process for some light workers can take two years, three years, five years. We understand if you are listening to this and you are in the first phase, it can be intimidating or daunting to hear that it can take so long. When you are in the first and second phase, The most important thing that you can be doing is receiving and asking for help, finding communities, connecting to like-minded people. Being in their energy allows your vibration to raise. Reading and learning, receiving channelings and readings, studying, attending courses, and learning more about yourself. This will support you as you move into phase three, where the embodiment occurs. I hope that I have given you a clear picture of what a light worker goes through in their lifetime. Every light worker goes through these three phases at different ages. We see many light workers now going through these phases, even as children. And we see many going through them at ages of 70, 80. Do not be discouraged based on where you are. You have a divine time that you have chosen on a soul level to begin this three-part process. Understand that it is for specific reasons and it is for yours and humanity's highest good. I would like to guide you now on how I can support you in this process, whether you are at phase 1, two, or three. I will mostly work with light workers when they are in the first or second phase. Most often the second phase. Many light workers at this stage begin to turn on their psychic gifts and abilities too if you are in this phase and are wanting to understand what it is that you are here to do, call upon me. I, Ashtar, can assist you energetically and work with your spiritual team to construct on earth the best pathways and guidance to support you in embodying your self soul purpose I do not work alone, I work with a divine council of light that oversees what is currently occurring on earth I have many resources to assist and send through it is my great pleasure when light workers on earth ask for my assistance so that I may be of help them to identify and embody their sole purpose Lightworker. i thank you for your acceptance of the mission that you are currently living i thank you even if you are not embodying it yet i thank you for accepting and choosing to be here and choosing to serve humanity and the divine we who are also working on supporting Earth in our evolution, thank you and are grateful to be working as a team together for the light. I wish to remind you that you are of the divine, that you and I may have met many times before and I look forward to assisting you in this adventure of life and the mission you have chosen and supporting you in this. From my heart to yours, I send you love. Goodbye. Ah. Wow, thank you so much, Ashtar, that was so beautiful. I love the explanation about the journey of the soul purpose. And as um, he was explaining it, I was thinking, wow, yes, that's exactly what I went through too. So, really beautiful. You can go ahead, um, call in Ashtar. Make sure you always say, I call upon Ashtar, who is serving the light only, for your assistance, your guidance, and in helping me identify and embody my soul purpose. I hope this episode has been helpful to you and of assistance to you. Sending you so much love and blessings.